Welcome to Hachzeik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Hello, my sweetest friends, and welcome back to Hachzeik, our Daily Midam Sharm. We are up to day 48. Previously on Hachzeik, we finished up unpacking the severity of the Sin of Gezeilo when it comes to our Midam Nikias, of cleaning ourselves out from a desire for anything bad. The Ramchal is going through multiple sins that are very common by man, starting with Gezeilo. We finished up Gezeilo yesterday. Today, we're going to talk about Gezeilo Rais. And before we do that, the Rambam is going to give us just a little agav blurb to give us more context here of why he's taking this mahalach in the sefer. Until this point in the chapters of Nikias, we were talking about the details and subcategories of one of the mitzvahs. And certainly, these breakdowns and details and categorizations and subcategories can be applied to all of the mitzvahs. But I'm specifically focusing on those averus, those things that most people are commonly, more more people are commonly nichshal um, and they stumble in these inyanim. So we started with the gazela and now we're going to move into gilerais, which is the forbidden relationships, any relationship that is usher between a man and a woman. Now we're going to talk about arayas, a relationship, and this too is a very desired a desired temptation that, that many people have in the Haim Shaniyim, the Madriga, Allah is only second in level of difficulty of overcoming to stealing Levi discussed. Like Chazal we mentioned earlier at the end of chapter 10. Most people fall when it comes to Gzela because the desire for money is so great. And then next, a minority of people also fall when it comes to Gilead forbidden relationships. When someone, if someone wants to completely clean themselves out from this sin of Arayas, it's not a small feat. It's not a small amount of effort he's going to need. It's going to take a lot of work. The actual act of relations is not the only thing that's forbidden when it comes to Arayas. Even anything close to it that's, that's, that's even associated with, with the sin itself. Mikramali, who actually says it explicitly in the Torah, in Sefer Ma'ikra, lo root legalis erva. Do not even come close to uncovering the erva of someone that is usher to you, a close relative. Vamos zechon v'recha, and Chazal tell us in Shemos Rabbah, Omar kandish v'recha v'ashem, this is the Jewish people. Al tamar, don't say to yourself, ho'ova usherli, l'shtamesh b'isha, since I'm, it's usher for me to actually have relations with this woman, harini tofsa b'in li'avon. I'll just, I'll hold on to her. But I won't be guilty of sin. I won't fall in the actual act of relations. Or Harini Megapifa Vainliavon. Or I'll just hug her. And I won't be guilty of the sin, I won't fall to the actual act. Oh Shani Noshka Vainliavon. Or I'll just kiss her and not and not go all the way and sin. Amarkadishbarhu Shem says to to Khalisrael, Kashem Shem Nadar Nazir Shalishasyain. Just like we know when it comes to a Nazir, it's usr for him when he takes a netter upon himself to drink wine. Not only is wine itself forbidden to him, but even grapes, raisins, anything that is a a, a derivative from a grape is uh, of a grapevine is, is going to be usr to him. So too, when it comes to any woman that is not your wife. Also, ligarva kolikar, you can't even touch her. It's also, it's forbidden to. And the Medrash can, can finish this up. Anyone that does touch touch a woman that is not his wife, maybe will bring death upon himself. And it says in Mishle, for he, for she has felled many victims. 
Wow. So we'll go back to in a second here, but what the Ramchal, what the Ramchal is showing here is bringing a Medrash and Shmos Rava that very clearly connects the Isser of Gilearias with the Isser of that another brings upon himself. And that connection is not just pulled out of thin air. It says in Tehillim, Eshtecha kegefen poria. It says, Eshtecha, your wife, kegefen is like a grapevine. So already we see it as a connection between Gilearias and and the, the grapevine, wine, and Nazir. And also we know the Parsha of Nazir is right next to the Parsha of Sota in the Torah. Again, showing a connection here where what, what applies to one could apply to the other, and this matter is bringing out that idea. That just like by Nazir, when he says, I'm not going to drink any wine, still the Torah ostracizes him from even having grapes or raisins, anything close to it. I, that's not the, the sin that he took upon himself. That's not the netter he put, took upon himself. He took upon himself the, the sin. He wouldn't drink wine, drinking specifically. But no, we, we, we put up these fences, so to speak. We say, don't even come close to it. Same thing here. With sacred rule of erva, when it comes to Gilead Rice, you can't even touch a woman that you're forbidden with, forbidden to be with. And look how wonderful this Mamre Chazal is, this Medrash that's putting together Arias, Gilead and Nazir. The Mr. of Gilead Rice is compared to the, 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 the Parsha of Nazir. Like we've said, even though the, the specific iser is only to drink wine, and Nazir is no longer allowed to drink wine, the Torah asers anything that's even remotely, remotely related to wine. And this is a, a lesson that the Torah taught our How should the Chachamim build these fences, these important fences around the Torah, through the safeguards that they were given the, the power to create in order to protect us from being nichshol and falling in, in Averis. Because we learn it from Nazir. To Aser, with, along with the actual primary Isser of, in the case of Nazir, wine, anything that is even close and resembles it. So we see that this is a model that Chazal had been given to learn from Nazir, the same way the Torah asks anything remotely close to wine by Nazir, and it puts it next to Gilead Rai, so for sure by Gilead Rai, Los Sigurvilagalas ever, it says explicitly anything that even would bring you close to doing that, that is the job of Chacham. The job of Chacham is to build these fences for us so we don't even come close to Chasr Shalom falling. And that, just to wrap up here, this is something really important to, that, 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 that I, I feel like I've, I've seen many people uh, struggle with, like the idea of Midir Abanans and, and, and Takanas and Gezeras of, of, of Chazal, of, of, of Rabbanan, of you can't eat chicken with 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 milk and, and and dairy. Why is that? Chicken's not a meat. The pasuk says, That's the source for the isra basubachal. It says three times in the Torah, you can't eat it. You can't get enough from it. You can't even cook it together, right? But uh, chicken doesn't have chalav, so it shouldn't apply. I Chazal Kaim said, you know, chicken is way too close to meat. We're gonna say chicken is also considered a meat. You're not allowed to have chicken and and dairy together. Treat it like meat. And people say, oh. Uh, it's not really, and then you know, it's not really meat, so why can't it? Or uh, something even more frustrating that a lot of people have, let's say on Pesach with kidneys and certain things that back then they ossered because it was too close, people would, would make it too close to chametz. Um, so they're like, oh, shouldn't apply anymore. Why do they do it? It's so annoying, yada, yada, yada. It depends on, on your approach. If your approach is that Giddishkeit is something that is an imposition on your life, and it's something that you need to fit into your life, and anything that comes up against what you would like to do or, more, or would more comfortably do in your life is, is, is going to be a source of frustration. So it's like, okay, now another thing I have to do or not do, 
So then fine, yeah, with Chazal come and say, you know what? Really, the Torah says don't do A, but I'm telling you don't do B, C, or D either because of the right next day. You're going to say, ah, oh, come on, enough of this already. But if you realize that the Torah, the Torah is our blueprint for life, how to live the best possible life, Hashem gives us the opportunity, as we discussed at the very beginning with Sil-Sharm. Why does Hashem want us here? He wants to give us the best possible life to cling to Him, to have a relationship with Him. How do we live the best possible life? By following the Torah. So then, anything that the Torah tells me to do or not do, I want to be very, very careful about. That is my life. And if it means I need to put up walls to make sure I don't even come close to messing up, I'll for sure do that. People are very careful about their bank accounts, right? They have multi-factor authentication, um, finger, fingerprint scans, loads and loads of, of walls and protections, securities, and layers and layers of security when it comes to our finances, when it comes to our identity, when it comes to our homes, our cars, whatever it is, our possessions, our worldly possessions. Kava Homer, we should, we should care at least as much to put up protections around our spiritual life on, on, our, on those things that we need and should be doing and those things that we should be avoiding. So, Halavai, we should be Zoha to see all of the Takanas, all of the Gezeras, all of the fences that Chazal put up in front of us as blessings, as, as, as a, a beautiful way that we can be even more careful to make sure that we don't even come close to Chasra Shalom falling in, in, into, into terrible things that take us away from Hashem. We should only be doing things that bring us closer to Hashem, and whatever fences there are, whatever Gezeras there are, we should, we should embrace them and see them as, as a blessing to keep us on the straight and narrow path of a wonderful life. That brings us closer and closer to Hashem. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.